thinky, thirsty, and over 30. Welcome to Afternoon Army, a safe place for grown armies to dish and discover BTS. We are four ladies who just wanted to know their names and now can explain the meaning of Lachimolala. New to Army? No problem. Come along as we explore all the important businesses that Bongtan throws our way. Join us on the last Tuesday of every month as we hop in the clown car and drive to the circus. And stay tuned for shorter, snack-sized episodes between hosts and various correspondents. Because one thing we know is that content, well, it just keeps on coming. Hello. Hello. Hi there. So we're here tonight because we didn't really know what to talk about for February. We had a lot of ideas and not enough time because February is a short month. So we were like, what if we do an ask us anything, which we've never done before. Um, We do get questions, but we don't usually answer them on the podcast. So we thought, hey, why don't we do an ask us anything? And when I was going through some uh, DMs last night on Instagram, I found out that we have some new listeners that have just discovered the podcast and are new here. So I thought real quick, we just introduce ourselves again. We are missing Leah tonight. Leah is um, not able to make it, but she also is with our sister pod afternoon of delight uh, for K drama. So uh, you probably already know Leah possibly. And if not, just go back a couple episodes and you can meet her. But um, let's start with Allison. Allison, just reintroduce yourself real quick and give a real quick, like, here, this is me, this is my bias, and this is how I got into BTS. Okay, well, I'm Allison. I live in Nebraska. Um, I've been listening to BTS since, I don't even remember, 2020, 2020, 2021, somewhere in there. Um, my bias is sugar, and I have... Uh, I can't remember. Carpool Karaoke was my gateway. That's how I came to them. I'd been li- like knew of them, listened to some of their music, and then I watched Carpool Karaoke, and the world just opened up. <laughs> so, so here we are, and we'll get into more like originy stories as we go through the the questions. So that's a tiny little bit about me. How about you, Tanya? Hi everybody, I'm Tanya, and uh, let's see, I've been, uh, my whole life changed when I got into BTS. Some of you may be feeling the same thing. Uh, I got into BTS because of Leah, and so probably a handful of months after Allison and Megan, uh, because they, uh, Allison and and, uh, Leah went to see BTS Permission to Dance Los Angeles, and that would have been, what, November 2021-ish? And uh, they were raving about it and made me watch Carpool Karaoke. And then my life changed forever. And so I've been into them since about December of that year. <laughs> and my bias is J-Hope, as the world must know by now. <laughs> and I'll finish up. I'm Megan. And I have been listening to BTS probably since the summer of 2021. Um, I was on TikTok because of K-Drama. And um, Park So June was my K-drama bias. And he had this friend named V. And I was like, who is that? And then I found out he was in BTS. And I was like, well, tell me more. And 
I don't even think I listened to any of their songs, but I saw a clip of a live and it was um, Jim and JK and um, Jin when Jin says, stop it. And this, the pure joy of that video, how they laughed, how they thought it was hysterical, the sounds that came out of that video. And I was like, okay, now I have to deep dive. And I think I watched BTS clips of like run BTS and live videos for a few weeks before I even started listening to their songs. Like, I think I was already on BTS TikTok and then like butter dropped. And I was like, oh, I like this. Like, so that's kind of how I got here. And I'm never leaving. Okay, so we got some questions from Instagram. And we're gonna do these like quick rapid fire questions. So um, in like 30 seconds, you just answer this question really quick. Um, the first one is, um, what is your bias wrecker's most bias wrecking moment? I'll go quick. It my bias wrecker is Jimin, and it's probably Kitty Gang. Kitty Gang Jimin. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Good call. And and for anyone who doesn't know, uh, we're trying to do this quick, but uh, it's from uh, a specific performance of his, and we can post about it later. <laughs> Jimin is my bias wrecker as well, and. I, I don't even know the moment that he became my bias tracker. Probably, uh, this is just the first one that comes to mind, is watching his dance, like the dance practice videos and him always being barefoot and in the wrong size shoes. Like that's total bias tracker material right there. It's for me oh, anyway. <laughs> I love that. Um, okay, so I'm kind of a cheater, but I have two bias wreckering moments because I have two bias wreckers and they just change places on the daily. The first one, my my first bias record is J-Hope. And it was the mic drop video. That's all, everyone knows. That's all I have to say because everyone will be like, absolutely yes, the beginning of mic drop. And then the second one is Shaga Augusti, obviously. Um, and, you know, he's always like been right there around that bias wrecking moment. Um, but it was um, the Hagen video when he was smoking. Done. Thanks. And not, and not as the police officer, but as like the, I don't even know what he was, like the gangster, whatever he was. And he's dancing around that like apartment. We're good. That was, that was the moment. If you could go back and relive any army moment, whether you were there or not, what would you do? I can go. So okay. for me, oh, okay. I have two. They're closely connected. So I think that it's okay that I have to. Um, it was the PTD Las Vegas when Jungkook and V did the dance and they like danced together. Mm -hmm. I got to see that live and I'm Woo! also grateful that the universe looked graciously on me that day. And then being in the stadium when they announced that proof was coming the album like that wow. moment like the goosebumps being in a crowd of what 40,000 50,000 army in that moment like I want to relive that every day but yeah as far as OT7 whole group moments go I can't top those and I was there with you <laughs> so I, I'll just piggyback on you as far as solo goes being at barricade almost at barricade like just a couple people back for Yoongi and then um, Hobie Palooza, I would just do over again every day of my life if I could. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, so I totally agree with you guys about PTD Las Vegas because I would love to go back the army I am today versus the army I was then. I was so new army. And I hate to say that because I know there were people that really like army that had been army way longer than me that had really wanted to get tickets for that concert and weren't able to. And I don't even know you guys, I guess it was just fate, the universe, St. Jim and I don't know what, but the fact that we got tickets to that concert and were able to go like straight out the gate is still like my wildest army story. I don't know how I could top that, but yeah, just to be able to go back and really appreciate, like I was watching on TikTok the other day, the night I was there and they were singing, I don't even remember what it was. It was like, I think it was Go-Go. And I was like, I don't even remember them doing that. Like, and that's so awful because I just was so in the moment, like couldn't believe I was there that like, I think I blacked out at some point, which is wild. Okay. So we had a really serious question. Um, and I had this question too, when I was a new army, the question is, what is a, a cup sleeve event have you attended one and why cup sleeves? So I looked it up because I wanted to be sure I understood what was happening. I had an idea, but I haven't been to one. But a cup sleeve event is a gathering around a member's birthday or a group's anniversary date. Um, they usually take place at a cafe or a tea shop. And it's just a way for fandoms to celebrate their group or their favorite member or a member's birthday or however that goes. Um, and a lot of times there's vendors and freebies. I went to one in Fresno, but I wasn't there for the actual event. I went after and even getting there late, I was still, I still got photo cards. I got some stickers and it was really cool. So um, I think Tanya, you've been to one, right? Yeah. Oh, and think, Allison too. Yeah. Uh, we've been to a few each in, in our respective areas and uh, yeah, they're really fun. They're often, almost always, I think at a bubble tea shop. And so like the, the shop will, um, it's good for the shop because they get the vendors in and they make special drinks and they get a lot of people coming in and it's just fun. Yeah. You chat with other fans, you buy fan made merchandise, uh, and just celebrate. There's usually fun decorations and things like that. So it's like a little meetup basically. Yeah. And I was just going to say cup sleeve actually is like the little sleeves that you get on your hot Starbucks cup, but these cup sleeves take it a whole step further and they will be themed by group, by member, by whatever. So sometimes um, a local shop here, I wasn't able to get out that day. They actually did like a fabric gym and cup sleeve um, and gave it away at their shop with the purchase of a drink and like a treat or something like that. So, I mean, they can go from just being a paper sleeve all the way to like super fancy um, in the name of some of your favorites. So if you find one in your area, for sure, check it out. The other question that we got was any idea how to find ARMY and K-drama friends in real life? Um, and this is a fan from Canada. And so I just wanted to bring up this really cool enlistment project that's having happening right now on Instagram. Um, and that is ARMY Project 529. We'll go ahead and link it. And what they've done, they're planning meetups. They're planning, they do a question a day on Instagram that you can go and answer and just kind of get in the comments and chat with people. But the other cool thing that they've done is they've made what's called the Moss City Map. And you can go in and pin your location and then you can like zoom in and see how close you are to the next army. So that is a really cool project. Check it out. You'll probably find some friends in your area. Um, I have just a couple other quick suggestions. One is that a lot of um, local, a lot of metropolitan areas will have a Facebook group um, for their area. And then another one is if you can find an army vendor 
in your area, like somebody who makes fan-made merchandise. Um, I follow a couple from my city and they have, um, you know, they'll like post in their stories about cup sleeves that are coming up and local get togethers and things like that. So that's a few ways that you can do that. If there's any K-pop shop anywhere near your area, they'll often have flyers posted inside the door. Um, and you know, there, you can probably find information there too. Okay, next rapid fire question is, have you guys ever thought of setting up an afternoon sponsored trip to Korea? And I'm not going to say no. Um, we, it's not like we've never thought about it. We're dreaming of one, but we're trying to start small. Um, and so we're hoping that as we go forward in this year and things slow down a little bit, a lot of us are really busy right now. <laughs> um, we're hoping to get maybe like a retreat together or some type of meetup so just stay tuned because it is something that we've thought about we would love to be able to meet with all of you guys like just for a big powwow but we know that that's like not always possible so um we're working on it uh, and in the meantime that same army project is it 529 yes they're um they're starting to inquire about interest in a meetup in kansas city mm -hmm. uh, sometime this summer if people are interested you could find them find the information on their site Another quick fire question was, do you think Jen will release an album as soon as he's out? And from what the intel is telling us, he's going to. Um, and I just think that just be prepared like 10 days before he gets out um, of the army that um, you, the pre-sale will drop. It'll be like 10 days, maybe not even 10 days, like 24 hours before they'll be like, Jen's in pre-sale. So just keep your notifications on. That's all I'm going to say. Totally. I bet that thing is in the can already. Yeah. He's definitely going to do one. No, no it's doubt. ready to go. I, yeah, I have, I would, yeah. We have 125 days until he's done. Close. Oh, Somewhere oh, in there. So close. It feels so real now. Oh, oh. So close. I can't wait. I'm so I excited. Either. I can't. I can't either. Um, I'm just really excited for all the reels to the daddy's home song. That's I can't wait. I can't wait for those. It's going to be so great. Oh my gosh, you're so right. You know who I'm the most happy for is all the people who have become army since enlistment because they're finally going to have, uh, there are, and there'll probably be quite a few people in the next several months and they'll finally have a member out. That'll be great. And I think that's kind of exciting because they're getting to experience army life and like BTS life from like a totally different angle. Like this will really stick with them. Like they came in at JK and then they had all this time to like really get to know them. And then as they come out of service, it's just going to be great. It's, I can't even imagine it. The another question was, have you read BTS fanfic? And we have, if you go back and listen to uh, episode 53 of this podcast, um, you will find it. And we did, we went on a little adventure. And then the last rapid fire question, which isn't super rapid fire, but it is, um, what are our uh, origin stories, our army origin stories? Um, and so if you guys wanted to share that really quick, we shared a little bit, but if you want to go into a little bit further, go for it. So like with, I mean, what is that saying? Like you find army when you need the most or you find BTS when you need the most. Like I came in sort of tail end of, pandemic but the pandemic didn't hit me the way it did most people I was working in a hospital so I still went to work every day like nothing really in my life changed except for my friends and I may met like every other week instead of every week we had like my core like group that I would meet with 
and they were sort of, we were sort of each other's pandemic buddies. And so I still met my friends. I still went to work every day. Um, my husband worked in medical field. He still went to work every day. Like, you know, we were doing all of the, the precautionary things, but life didn't feel too different. Um, but there was other stuff going on in my life that sort of felt overwhelming. And, you know, I just remember watching carpool karaoke and feeling so happy and like, just seeing so much joy. And I was like, that is what I need right now. I need a constant source of joy. And um, then I bought Map of the Soul 7. And I've talked about it before, but right around that time was my dad's like 70th birthday or somewhere in their 72nd or something. He came down to um, our house and I like made him watch... uh, (laughs) on the Grand Central Station video. <laughs> like for, he was like, here, dad, um, we are now watching BTS for your birthday. And just like having these moments of like, just so much excitement and joy in my life because of them. And for that reason, I am forever grateful to them. I think my story is pretty similar, uh, which is, you know, it was just a handful of months after Allison. So similar time period. And I think it, it was similar kinds of um, needs being met the need for more joy, the need for our hope <laughs> uh, after, after going through the, the worst of the pandemic and uh, the need for connection. Uh, you know, it, it's, as you get older, it gets harder and harder to make friends and everybody's so busy. Uh, but this, because of the joy and the comfort that that BTS gives, I think um, they're kind of like a, they really galvanize friendships. They they really galvanize. I don't even know if using using that word the right way. They really spur creativity and connection. And I just found myself making friendships with you all and other people. So like almost like high school again, you know, where you you bond quickly and you have these fierce friendships that end up lasting a really long time and being really meaningful. And I never thought I'd experience that again. I also never thought I'd get that excited about anything again. And it has stayed that way. It's crazy. It's crazy. And so I was just feel alive. Yeah. yeah I was just going to say like, yeah. it's the intense. It's like so intense, like high school, like the friendships are intense. Yeah. The crushes are intense. The guys <laughs> are intense. Like the urgency, like yes. the tickets or get to whatever it is, you know, and, and it just makes me feel young again. It makes me feel alive and connected to other people. And just, uh, I just feel a lot, a lot happier. Yeah. Um, My origin story is pandemic army. I live in California. We had a lot of regulations out here. Things were closed down. My kids were out of school. My husband worked from home. Um, I was working in retail at the time. And so that all went away. My, my store was closed for months. Um, and I just really, you know, I got into BTS at the tail end of like, I don't know, want to say, yeah, like, I guess not tail end, but like 2021, like starting in t- 2021. And um, I just needed some, I needed a light at the end of the tunnel. I really just didn't think the pandemic was ever going to end. I didn't think we were ever going to go back to school or work or, or not wear a mask or people be fighting about wearing a mask or all of the things. And I just remember they, the first song I really heard 
that really caught me was butter because the dance beat to it it just seemed like such a happy song like I just wanted to dance to it all the time and I even did in my kitchen my kids were like what are you doing mom you're like so embarrassing um but I always say this and I really truly mean it permission to dance the song and the video just really changed everything for me watching the absolute joy come out of that video and the hope in that video the talk like talking about how things were going to be okay and it just felt like a real light at the end of the tunnel and I thought man if these guys are walking into this future post-pandemic I'm following them like let's go I want to be there too so and that's how I got here um I had been watching K-drama, then I met all of you. And then, you know, we started this group chat and all of a sudden we're like, well, there's a concert. Maybe we should go. And so we did. <laughs> this question, these are the questions that come from our Discord. Um, as many of you know, we do have a Patreon set up. And instead of using Patreon, like you would for message boards, we actually have a Discord um, that we go in and we do messages and chats and things like that. So if you're interested, let us know. We'll link it in the show notes. Um, one of the questions is, what do you consider to be the key moment in your life journey as army? It doesn't have to be anything big or a major event, but just something that's meaningful to you. I think for me, it was meeting you all for the first time in Las Vegas in person and finding that the friendships that I hoped would be as great as they seemed in cyberspace ended up being even better in real life. Uh, and I just couldn't believe that it was really happening. It was, I thought it was magical, you know, just connecting with you all and the excitement of sharing something so big together that we all cared about so much. So that's what it was for me. I still remember, Megan, you were the first one I met in person. I remember going down to meet you as your taxi was pulling up and how exciting it was. <laughs> yeah. I think for me, it was that moment that I messaged Leah and I was like, they just announced permission to dance Los Angeles you in and she was like had bought tickets and I bought one from her um and she ended up sitting someplace she got different tickets um but just like meeting her in person in that moment of like oh I'm doing this I'm going to LA by myself to see BTS um and then it was like oh that's how much they mean to me not I don't mind traveling alone that's not really an issue for me but just like that I was willing to do it for them was a huge thing. Um, and so that's probably the biggest. And then there's all these like little things along the way, like figuring out what photo cards are, like understanding just like all of this K-pop nuance that I didn't understand before felt like very instrumental in like my journey of ARMY. It's like, oh, I'm learning a whole new language in the language of k-pop and also now learning korean so it's been quite quite the event for sure yeah i was gonna say that the big moment for me was like tanya said was going to las vegas and meeting you all in person um because it just seemed like such a pipe dream for me and at the time um, I was still a stay-at-home mom and i didn't have a lot of income and that was something that i just really said I'm doing I don't I have always been the type of mom that I don't really do things for myself I put my kids first all the time even sometimes to my own detriment and for me just to really say to my family guess what I'm going to Las Vegas for a couple of days I will see you on the flip side it was a big moment for me it was a real like chance for me to be like this is what I'm doing 
Um, but it also really solidified that that was exactly what I needed to be doing. It's like BTS is something that people in my real life always are like, oh, it's BTS. It's like so frivolous. It's just like, you know, for fun and whatever. But, you know, it's really inspired me to do a lot of things like this podcast, like some writing, like going out of my of my comfort zone. Um, and I think that's been really important for me. It's been a big part of my personal journey post pandemic and like getting older, my kids, you know, one of my daughters will graduate next year. Um, and just trying to find like, what's my next step? Like, what's going to be my next move? So I'm really thankful for that. Um, on a smaller note, like a event that's a little bit smaller was going to see Augustine. I know that's a big event, but the small event was meeting other army at a point where I was actually not a baby army anymore and understood what those meanings meant and just passing out things as simple as stickers and business cards and photo cards and the joy that it brought people. I love that connection. And I had so much fun doing that. I think that was one of my favorite parts about that two night concert event that we did in Oakland was just meeting all the people and handing out cards and making new friends. So that was really exciting too. This is a fun question. And I know we bounce it around a lot in our um, group chat, but what do you think Jen will do as Army's babysitter when he gets back? I just hope we get more three, four hour gaming live streams. I hope that that's what he wants to do because I bet he is so hungry for gaming. <laughs> I just hope he just is willing to just flip on the, you know, webcam and just go for it. Because <laughs> I would just, the, when he did that three hour one before he enlisted, I watched the entire thing from start to finish and I've never been happier. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I just, just to have those lives would make me so happy or like peeks behind like what he's cooking. I don't know, like Jin, make me dinner. <laughs> like I'll talk to you while you make dinner um, on live. Um, I think that would be really great. I think that, um, yeah, I'm anxious to see what that will look like, but I hope it's just like connection and he gets to sort of, figure out who he is creative creatively and um, hear what his next project is. What I really love about Jin is he takes himself so seriously without being serious. Um, he is really funny and there are lives out there in the BTS atmosphere of him just like really scolding ARMY about being super Delulu. And I just really can't wait because, you know, um, RM side project, um, Namjoon's side project has an Instagram account where people are leaving like their best pickup lines right now. And like, it's almost like a contest. It's like a competition to see who's are the best and like getting the best likes, which I feel like Namjoon would really love that for us. Do you know what I mean? But it is a big Delulu, right? Because we're all under the assumption that he's going to read these at some point or is reading them um, as he goes along in his day. And then to have someone like JK go on live for hours and hours and hours and answer every one of our questions. And anytime, you know, he would be sitting there and they would say, show us whatever. And he'd be like, okay, here's my vacuum. Here's my laundry. Here's my this. Let's make a meal. And I just don't think Jin has time for that shit. If I'm being honest, like, I just feel like Jin's going to be like, you need help. You need help. Like, do I need to end this live? Like, I just feel like he's gonna get real dad on us. And I can't wait. Cause I think it's going to be like, equal parts embarrassing but like hysterical he's gonna be like what happened when I left I left you guys for 18 months and this is what I come home to like great I gotta clean this up I just like can't wait for that 
We're all going to blame it on Jungkook. <laughs> Deservedly so. We really are. Because, I mean, it really is his fault. This was a fun question that I loved. If you could have a meal with one of the members, who would you select and what would you want to talk to them about? I would want to have dinner with Jin just because I think he, like you were talking about, Megan, he has that like funny but serious side. And I just want to know who he is as a person and figure out like what other than gaming and or we could even talk about gaming for you know all of dinner i am married to a gamer i can speak gaming if needed <laughs> so i'd be happy to do that i just i am so intrigued by him and more so every time new content like those interviews from the documentary and just like seeing those pieces of him are so interesting and i just want to i would love to have dinner with him and just talk to him about what goes through his mind I think I'd be too nervous to meet J-Hope. I think I would just sit there and smile at him like an idiot. Uh, and so I think, honestly, Namjoon, because he's so well-read, and he's but he's also got such good people skills. You know, he's such a good listener and conversationalist. I think it would be so fun to just talk to him about music and art and books and everything. I think it'd, it'd just be a great conversation, and you'd learn so much, too. Um, And that's why Tanya and I are friends, because then Tanya could get all this tell Namjoon how much I love him and then because I'm gonna have dinner with J-Hope or like coffee or whatever because J-Hope I need to see that phone I need the receipts babe and I need all the tea and then I need you to walk me through that closet because I need to like take pictures of all the bags so that's my plan um we can order in we can gossip a little bit we can you know have some drinks and then you're gonna tell me everything you know and you're gonna provide the receipts that's what we're doing. That's my dream. And it would be great. I, cause I would, I'm like, there's no, you really think I could sit down and talk to sugar, maybe about music. Maybe him and I could sit down and talk about music. Maybe, maybe Namjoon and I could sit down and talk about music. I know he likes like some maybe alternative rock. So like, maybe we could do that. Probably be too nervous, but J-Hope, I feel like him and I would just be like, yep, we're gossiping tonight. We're going to gossip tonight. And I would say Jimin because I think Jimin's a great gossiper. But I think he's too beautiful. And I just would stare at him the whole time. Like, I just think I would just be, he'd say something in his, like, little melodic voice. And uh, done. I'd just shut down. And then he'd be like, are you okay? And I'd be like, no, call the ambulance. I'm. We're good. And then you'd have to fi sign 500 NDAs for yes. everything. Listen, if he, if Hobie's going to spill that tea. I will sign all the NDAs. I'll sign an NDA every day for the rest of my life <laughs> just so I can sleep easy at night knowing what I know. <laughs> right? I'm good. <laughs> I'm so good yeah. about it. Um, this is such a fun question. I'm going to change it a little bit um, because we've talked about BTS and their styling before. So this question is, if you played BTS stylist for the day, which looks would you fit check? And which looks would you ban for eternity? And it could be any particular member or it could be any individual member. So is there a certain look that you would want to see them in that you haven't already? Is there a look that you'd want to bring back? And is there a look that you're banning for life? I want to fit check the body chains, okay? The ones from Black Swan. 
I'm sorry. That's just a no brainer. I think that, um, what would I ban? Baggy pants. We need tight pants to come back immediately. And what was the other part? We did. Which look would you fit check? You said. Yep. Then it was what you'd get rid of, which you said baggy because you only want the tight. Yeah. And then it was like, what look would you bring back? So what is our look you'd bring back? Uh, let's see. Okay. So we'll start over now. Okay. And then as for a look that I would bring back, gosh, that's a tough one. Um, I don't know anything with ruffles. I'll just say that ruffles, sparkles, bring them. What you, Allison? I, I'm, this is terrible. I'm not really much of a wardrobe person, but, and the only ones I can ever remember are Yungi because obvious reasons. Um, but I would, love to see Yungi in a shirt or skirt every day of the week the ptd the black swan um outfit is one of my favorites all time and it's not necessarily a fit but can we just have mint hair Yungi one more time one more time in my lifetime please it's not gonna happen a girl can dream but i would love Mihair Yungi and Yungi in a skirt 24-7. That would be my dream. So the, I feel like the only miss was early on, the early on days, and it was Namjoon's hair, and it was Hobie with a mask on. Okay? Never again. We're, and Namjoon with the glasses, because he wore sunglasses a lot, like even inside. We're getting, we're done with that. We're That's going away. What I would bring back every time they put on a live show is the Pied Piper outfit uh, from those videos. It's Pied Piper and Dimple. And you guys will link it. But if you've been around the block, you know what I'm talking about. It's this Jimin's pants were, were painted on, literally painted. Um, See, this is what got, I'm talking about. This, this is, is exactly this. what I'm talking about. What you're talking about, what everybody's talking about. Bring them back. I know you guys still have them. TXT's probably been wearing them. Just go get them back. Just go grab them. From the high wardrobe closet. I know they're in there. And those shirts, those button-ups, those like silky button-ups. What? Stop. We need those back. TXT um, couldn't fit in them. They're too tall. <laughs> yeah. I they're probably like real high waters on Youngjin. So, but that's okay. Love, love him for that. And then I I have two fit checks. Because if I'm be a stylist, it's gonna be for a full 24 hours. So let me have my day in the sun. Fit check number one is that corrupt jacket of jk's let me just let me make sure it let me make sure we're good let me make sure we're good babe and then the other one because i'm greedy that whole ptd opening of on all those like white flowy maybe not flowy those fit checking every single one also i don't even need to be the stylist let me be your assistant i'll hold the fan and i will like mop up the brow a little give me a paper towel i'm good like I'll, I'll help out is what i'm saying i think everyone would agree because there's those videos where you're like how did i not know that was a job and literally someone putting it on chapstick <laughs> like why, why don't you who's gatekeeping these jobs who needs help <laughs> after you retire tanya you can go live in the high building and just be the, the the PA assistant holding fans or mopping up brows. Okay, dreams. 
it's good I, ho- to I hope they have jobs like that for non-threatening old ladies right? <laughs> like a, we just need to get like a group of ajamas together and just go do that like let's go it'll be great it will be amazing this is a fun question based on what the members have revealed um in like lives or the documentary Whose house would you want to go visit and or live in? I'm going to say right away, not JK's. I love him to death. But college boyfriend apartment, that ship has sailed. That ship has sailed. (laughs) I would have said, well, I still say Namjoon, just because I'm such a reader that like to have his books and art around me, like my two favorite things. Um, I want to live in Namjoon's apartment. I also was really impressed with Jimin's like furniture and just the aesthetic. And I would love to just go hang out there and maybe drink some wine with him and, you know, visit. But I want to be surrounded by books and art. So I think uh, I... I think Namjoon's apartment is like the kind I I would want to live in. Like that's, that's such a beautiful uh, style and his taste is so impeccable. But if I was just visiting, I'd want to visit Taehyung's apartment. I I think it's so dramatic. You know, he's like, he said in the documentary series recently that he studied interior design for six months just to do it. And uh, it's just got so much drama. And I just think his taste is so interesting uh and yeah i just would love to see it plus tanny would be there oh see now i have to change my answer because tanny would be there and i don't even like dogs everyone's expecting me to say namjoon and while yes i would like to go and hang out i feel like and we haven't seen a lot of his house and i'm just gonna go with j-hope again because i have a feeling that house would be immaculate and beautiful but also cozy that's the vibe that I get from him. And I, so I feel like you would go into this like beautiful palatial like apartment, but it would have these cozy elements to it that you would just feel like you're walking into like your own home. And I feel like he'd be the best like host and he would just want you to be like cozy. Like here's some fresh slippers. Here's a blankie. What do you want to watch on TV? Like, I, I just feel like that's a big vibe I would get from him. And again, no hate to JK. He is growing into himself. He's growing into himself in his seven mattresses and his light without a lampshade and what what have you. It's okay. Um, but I I would go pick him up at the apartment. I would go pick him up and be like, You ready to go? Let's let's go. Let's let's go to Hobie's house. <laughs> I totally agree with you that Hobie's house from what little he's shown us not much he's little snippets here and there totally cozy and you would think his he has such a a sense of high style that you think his apartment would be like a museum but i don't get that vibe at all from the snoopy mugs and you know all that oh yes almost like if you watched um strong woman dobong soon yeah i feel like his apartment looks like um oh gosh what is his name of that it's um why can't I think of his name? He's in a oh, um, oh gosh. The, it's, it's I call a Friday him PSH. Night my brain is gone. I call him PSH. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like it'd be his, that main character's apart, like house would look like, that's what Hobie's house looks like in my mind. 
it's very yeah. like warm and cozy like that like it looks real like severe but it's not like there's a lot of like warm and cozy elements that's how my brain works one quick side shout out to if if none of those were available i'd want to go see what's up with the tub toys at jen's house <laughs> And listen, if I mean, I would love to get an invite to Sugar's house because I'm convinced the man lives in his studio. So show me where the real home is. Also, I have a feeling that he might live at home with his parents, which is totally fine. But in that case, like, mama men, give it to me straight. Because I know we're not supposed to know what she looks like, but I just know she is the coolest. She's got stories and really good ones. I can just tell. And she whips everyone's ass into shape and I just give me that energy mama men like I'm here for it so that also that one another fun question so we have to be honest okay we have to be honest how many hours a week or day do you spend watching BTS content are we including Instagram oh yeah okay oh yeah <laughs> I'll, just out, I'll just out myself it's a lot there shouldn't be that many hours of my free time in the day. Somehow there are. So that's all I'm going to say. That's, I My screen time averages about eight hours a day. And that's not always BTS content. Okay, I have other things going on on my phone. But my screen time does average about eight hours a day at the end of the week when Apple sends me that little notification that makes me cringe every time. And a lot of it is bts content a lot of it is old videos and thirst traps and and such so i'll i'll be honest i'm being honest mine is probably on average per day two to three hours in probably 70 per 75 percent of that is bts the other 25 percent is bl dramas <laughs> so <laughs> yeah um and it's just been so busy lately that like I haven't had time to do any oh hi um I haven't had time to do any like deep dives on YouTube like I get into bed which is when I used to like pull up videos and watch music videos and you know all the good BTS stuff and I'm just like instantly asleep so um definitely during the day probably two to three hours of BTS on Instagram I'm probably somewhere in between the two. Um, I don't have kids, so I don't need to be on my phone as much. Um, but I consume a lot of content. And I would say for Instagram, if you count things like making reels and answering DMs and stuff like that, uh, it goes up. As far as just consuming content, probably a couple hours a day on Instagram, probably a couple hours a day watching dramas. It's been a little bit less since they've all been in the military. And I think when they come out, it'll go back up again. <laughs> yeah. And I was just going to say, for anyone who doesn't know, Tanya runs a very successful J-Hope fan account called Hobie's Dottori. Um, So I'm sure a lot of you know that, but some of you might not know that. And so Tanya is a content creator. So a lot of her screen time is spent making reels. Some of mine is, but I don't spend as much time making reels as Tanya does. So in her defense, yes, she probably does have a high hour count. But a lot of it is content creation. So she gets a pass. <laughs> you too. You do awesome reels. Whenever you see anything really funny on our Instagram, it's always Megan. She's the best. Thank you. <laughs>
Thank you. And a shout out to CapCut or whatever it's called, who supply me with some of those really easy to throw together reels because they give me life sometimes. Um, okay, just a couple questions before we go. Um, one that I think is important, what's helping you get through enlistment? I would say um, the, the little things that come out, like the documentary, um, Jin's last, like his February little video message to Army knocked me right off my feet this week. I was just blown over by his sweetness and how much I missed him. Um, and just kind of keeping myself busy on other things, like trying, like work has been really busy. Um, I've been doing some different like projects at home. So just trying to look at the other areas of my life that might need some attention and putting my energy there. And that's been helpful because look, we're already down 125. I am so excited for Jim to come home. Oh my gosh, so true. My answer is similar. I think uh, to add anything, it would be um, the little glimpses that we get of them that suggest that they're doing okay, even if it's not their favorite thing. And I'm sure it's not easy. Uh, you know, especially with J-Hope, we've been getting a lot of pictures every six weeks or so, every time he graduates a class of recruits, because his camp is particularly um, big on social media. They, put, they just post a lot of pictures and a lot of the camps don't. And so just knowing that he seems to be doing so well and looks so strong and confident has been a real balm. Uh, and the others seem to be doing okay from what we can tell. Uh, and then all of you, of course, that's the main thing that gets me through is all of you. And uh, and like Allison, I've, yeah, it's given me, I think their enlistment came right at, at a time when it provided probably a much needed opportunity to come down off of the initial rush of getting into them uh, because it was so all consuming. And I know a lot of other people find it that way too. I guess some people probably have a slow burn, I'm, but I'm just not like that personality wise. And so it kind of let me kind of reset a little bit my, to something that's probably going to be more sustainable and it's given me a little more time to do things like read and work on little creative projects and stuff like that. Yeah, I agree. Uh, what BTS enlistment has helped me do is understand that not everything has to immediately be posted to Instagram. That was a really hard thing for me to break. I'm sure Tanya can relate because it just felt like if I wasn't posting it right when it came out, that was it. We could never post it again. And what I realized is no, not everybody works at the same speed. And it actually has helped us a little bit, especially with our um, Instagram for the podcast, because there are a lot of folks that aren't on Instagram every day. So when we are posting things um, and they'll say, oh my gosh, did I miss this? And I'll say, oh, it was a couple of days ago, but let me just, we'll just repost or we posted late. It actually was, you know, from a few days back or whatever. So that's really helped me um, because in the beginning it was like, man, if I missed, if, if I had missed four hours away from my phone and JK had gone on live for two of them. I was like, oh my God, I'm so behind. Like I got to catch up. And so enlistment has really helped me relax a little bit and understand that the content is always going to be there. Um, helping me get through enlistment is again, the podcast, Instagram, my group chat ladies, two of you are here. Um, and just that, like that kind of fun. And also kind of diving back into content that I don't think I really appreciated at the time. Um, 
So I have gone back and like really watched things, paid more attention to them because at the time I was just kind of like gobbling content up, just like, oh my gosh, I have to watch this and post about it and, you know, all of that. And so it's given me a little chance to slow down, which I like and love. Um, but then, you know, Weavers will just drop some photos of JK from standing next to you with Usher. Okay, thanks. Like, there's no slowdown. So we know we're getting hope on the street. We know we're getting some project, side project of Namjoon's. Um, Usher is going to be at the Super Bowl on Sunday. And there's talk that standing next to you might play. So we're getting little, you know, there's like rumors that it's very possible that he's going to do a little shout out to that. There is a video. I don't know if anyone saw this. Um, and I saw it briefly. But Apple made a commercial for the Super Bowl. I think it's Apple. And Wesley Snipes is dancing to standing next to you, Usher's version. And so it just, we're getting little snippets here and there, which is great. Um, and so that has really sustained me in the enlistment project as far as like, or not the enlistment project, but just enlistment in general, because I really did think it was going to be a dark time. Um, and it hasn't been as dark. It, it's been, I mean, it's, we're doing it. And Jin's about to come home. So we're really doing it, right? Yeah. I try not, we're, we're sub 500 for Yoongi now. So Yoongi has the longest um, and it's what, 499, 498 for him. And I am so excited, but that feels so far away. So I'm just like holding on to the other ones with all I've got. <laughs> I'm glad, I'm glad we're there going to come out fairly steadily. I guess after Hobie, it'll be, it'll slow down for a while. But those two are going to keep us so busy. Ho Hobie has said he's like, he's feeling greedy. He's feeling ambitious. He's going to keep us very busy. <laughs> yeah, we did um, talk in the group chat. Leah had posted in the group chat, like, imagine this time next year, we're gearing up to go see Hobie somewhere. And I was like, hell yes. Let's do it. That'll be yeah. really exciting. Let's hope. Let's, let, we're manifesting, guys. We're manifesting. Oh, yeah. Manifesting. We're lighting all the candles. <laughs> okay, so to wrap up tonight... Um, this has been really fun. Thank you for everyone who sent in questions. Again, we've never done this before and it was really fun just to kind of think outside the box and do some like, what did you guys want to know about us? Because we're willing to answer. There are some questions that we didn't answer. We'll get to another time. Um, we do want to uh, have Leah come in and answer some of these questions too. So if you didn't hear your question answered, don't worry. We're going to do this again. Um, but I wanted to close with this question. What are you most looking forward to in chapter three? Besides the music, and the tour if i could just be thirsty for a minute yeah go for it <laughs> yes yes i think i'm looking for looking forward to like the post-military glow up for all of them like i want to see them all bigger versions of themselves and just like hopefully some peace of mind and some like okay that's now behind us and we can move forward into next bts projects next solo projects next whatever they want for their lives like whatever whether that's just something completely for them or you know for for us as army um i'm excited for that i absolutely yeah i'd like to see them steering the ship um, doing what they want to do, no matter what it is, because I know it'll be great. And um, I think Namjoon kind of hinted at possibly him wanting to maybe be able to speak a little more freely, to maybe not be quite so beholden to the 
standard kind of K-pop industry uh, rules about what you can do and say. Um, and if that happens, I think that would be, that might be kind of hard on them sometimes. And and I don't want it to be too hard on them, but if that's what they want to do, then I hope, I hope they do. I hope they, you know, can, um, can just be who they want to be and, and, and it be as open as they can. I am, there's a couple of things I'm looking forward to. One is I'm trying to manifest a dance challenge with J-Hope and Youngjin from TXT. Um, because the way those two move their bodies is amazing. And I think they would be a great dance duo. Like, I, I don't even need a collab. I just need them to do like a TikTok trend or something. It's amazing. But the other thing I'm really looking forward to is brand ambassadorships. I cannot wait to see what Hobie's going to do with LV. Um, I need more Sugar Times Valentino. I need lots more of CK times jk because guess what we we still don't have the undies ad i'm waiting we, we need them and we need them now and we need to know who jen's gonna Time. sign with yeah and what's jen gonna do because like visual visual king jen like i what are we gonna do here so i'm really excited to see that i'm really excited to see what how that takes them and how post-military their personality maybe changes what their fashion is like what they want to wear, what they want to do, what those ambassadorships look like. So I'm excited about that. I'm so excited about hair. Um, I can't wait for us to get some, like maybe some undercuts in between growing it out, you know, like, can we get a little undercut going? Um, so I'm really excited for that. And yeah, I'm just looking forward to lives again, comments, Instagram stories. I mean, we do get a little bit, but not a lot. I'm just really interested in what the sound what I, I know it wasn't supposed to be about music, but I'm just gonna take it to music really quick because everyone has had a solo project that's been incredibly different from everyone else. Um, and no two have been alike. And I think that's gonna be amazing when they come out with a comeback album. Because you have a you have Jay from Lollapalooza. Um, you have RM being pretty experimental on his album. You have some really amazing ballads from Suga. Um, you've got Jen on, Jin on the cusp of like something new. We don't even know what his full length is going to sound, sound like. Um, we got great tracks from Jimin, some really new, like a really new side to him. And you've got Taehyung's beautiful voice really leaning into his like jazz and his baritone. And then you have JK who just like killed it with a pop album. And so when you put all those people back in a room together and collaborating and writing music and producing, I, I just think it's going to be phenomenal. I think it's going to be really exciting. And I think it's going to be, it is going to be chapter three because it's going to be like something like we've never seen before. And I'm really excited for those armies that haven't, that just got here. I think it's going to be really exciting for them. They're just going to have no idea. It's going to be great. Anything you want to say to wrap up? It's been a great ride. Yeah. <laughs> nice so far, back. so good. Yeah, yeah. It was good. I feel like I haven't recorded in a very long time. So it's good to see you guys. I've missed you. Yes. <laughs> I know. Even though we talk every day. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's true. There's something different about Facebook. Thank you to everybody for the questions, too. Yes. Thanks for, thank you. thanks for listening. Thanks for engaging with us. And we're glad you're there. Yeah. Thanks. And always know. Yeah, and always know you can send us a DM. No question is too crazy. There are no stupid questions. Uh, because everybody we don't has gatekeep. 
Yeah, we, don't we do not gatekeep. If you want to know something, we will tell you, we will find a link for you, and we will never make you feel dumb about it. Yes. And mm-hmm. uh, we were all there. We were all new army. We all mm-hmm. had questions about things. So feel free anytime to ask us. We are happy to help. Um, and tag us in things. We love merchandise. We love there's traps. We love tribute videos. Tag us. Uh, tag our pod account, and we will take a look. So, all right, guys. Thank you. This was so Borge. fun. Borge. All right, Borge. Can't get enough of BTS? Cool. Neither can we. So between shows, why don't you hop on over to at Afternoon Army on Instagram and join the conversation. Want to support us as a newer podcast hitting the scene? Share the love by leaving us a five-star review on Apple or Spotify. And last, but certainly not least, don't forget to check out the other pod in our network, Afternoon of Delight K-Drama. Deep dives from three romance authors with new episodes every Wednesday.